one thing that they did mention, whatever, I didn't even think I caught the name of the fucking person I was talking to. Um, our guest, if we do wake him up, will be quite hungry. Great. Those are the best guests. Yes, so we will need to provide proper refreshment if we uh, go down that route. Okay. Well, I really wasn't planning on it without good reason. So, did you have any luck figuring out who it was? No. I do think our obligations to them change if we wake them up. Not really certain why I think that, but... That seems reasonable, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, we will make sure that we have proper refreshments there, should they be awoken. Alright. So yeah, I'll just get dropped off back at the Haven, and you can go and check in with the, your boss. Okay. Alright, at the Haven, Adam, what are you doing? Uh, I'm kind of just hanging out with this poltergeist that's rifling through the library yeah it um it seems bound and determined to find a certain book uh and it it's not exactly reshuffling your library um but it does appear to be may have maybe unconsciously resorting it right like it pulls a book off the shelf and puts it to one side it pulls a book off the shelf looks through it puts it to a different side then like reshelves the books and then it does there seem to be any kind of pattern on the books that it's focusing more on? Uh, it, it's literally going top to bottom, left to right. Yeah, okay, so it's just parsing through everything. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to wander around the the house grabbing books that might be sitting around, just in case it's like you know not in the library, like I, you know, someone was reading a book and didn't put it back. So I would just like, Grab random books and hold it up to the, the poltergeist to see if it wants that one or not. It recognizes you um, when you bring it books. Okay. Um, it doesn't, like, say anything to you. Uh, it doesn't particularly gesture towards you. Um, it does. It looks at the book when you bring the book close to it, and then it looks at you, and then it looks at the back to the book, takes the book, um flips through the book at you know, either a skimming rate or just like an astonishing reading. It's probably just mm-hmm. trying to see what's on. Uh, and then sorts it in a pile uh, and takes the next one from you. Uh, so you've diverted its attention from the shelves to the books you have in front of you until it has sorted through all of them and then it returns to the shelves. If nothing else, at least the library is getting sorted in some way. Well, uh, you wouldn't ever sort a library like this. There's no clear pattern except maybe the color of the book and the way that it lines up. Like, it's stacked very geometrically. Strange. Is it... So all the books are going back to the shelves, right? Yeah, there's like a swap space that that the, the creature is using on the floor these just regular uh (laughs) very very uh specifically rectangular prism sort of things where each book placed uh in this pile is a 
you know, doesn't cause a pile to become less lopsided. Uh, and then once a row's worth of books have been sorted in this manner, it is shelved, and then it moves on to the next set. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be slowing. It seems almost frantic in its, its actions. And the, the colors or patterns that it's reshelving with don't make like a larger pattern of any sort that would be recognizable if you step back and look at the shelves? Oh, that's an excellent question, and that seems like a dice roll, I think. Okay. Um, I assume this is some sort of investigation roll? Yeah, totally. Uh, and you said wits is like spur-of-the-moment thing and intelligence is more methodical for check? Uh, I believe, believe that is the case. Where is the actual phrasing of it? Uh, intelligence is your ability to reason, research, and apply logic. Wits is for thinking quickly and reacting quickly on little information. Okay, so intelligence for this one. Oof, well, I got one success. Well, uh, there's there's definitely some form of communication being attempted here. Um, it doesn't appear to be able to interact with you directly, so maybe the colors and shapes are something that it's trying to communicate with, but um, yeah, it's intelligent. It clearly has a purpose. It's just difficult to figure out what exactly that, that purpose is at this moment. Maybe when more of the pattern is revealed, it would make sense. Okay. Um, I just want to, I'm going to see if I can find other objects that are book-like. Uh, you know, like a, a cereal box. Does it do this? Does it react to anything that has like shape and writing like a book, but not actually a book? It does not react to cereal box or tissue box or. Okay. Uh, it appears. Yeah. It also doesn't react like that to a telephone book. Interesting. Okay. Who has a telephone book anymore? That's not possible. Actually, hmm. I, I have one right now upstairs that we need to recycle. I keep on sending them to us. <laughs> Uh, you, you do know... Sorry, no, as I say, go ahead. There are other books, just not in the house. Interesting. I wonder if it... Do the books that we have there... Could... Is there anything that, like, you know, colors look like they would be missing or... I mean, size-wise, does it seem to be focusing on... Because I imagine not, not the books are not all exact same size or anything. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it it is not. It's not flipping around. It's doing a straight linear sort, right? It, it's right. It has started at the beginning and it will continue going through until it's at the end. You think that's going to take a while? This is not a small library, right? So it's it's definitely searching. It's definitely searching for something. It's definitely resorting everything after it's looked at it. Um, and uh, it's. This the creature seems to be agitated, um, alarmed at least, and trying to find something. I can't think of anything else immediately that I could do to help it. I definitely want to keep it under observation to see if anything else comes out of the patterns. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else off the top of my head right now. Okay, I will just keep moving on then. We'll. And there's, there's all sorts of different um, different levers that we can that you can pull here. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be the the, 
the ghost. The ghost just nearby. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Let's let's flip back to uh, uh, Javad. Were you gonna go talk to um, Tyree? Yeah. I'll certainly find out what's up with his panicked text. Sorry, are you still in the bathroom when Javad shows up? Um, that depends how much time it takes. For, like between me texting him and him showing up. It's twenty minutes. Uh, no, probably not. I, I think I, I probably am. You know, in the kitchen doing something. Well, I mean, not making a meal or anything, obviously. Maybe I'm uh, I'm probably on my laptop doing some more research on something else with this skull next to me. Um, For character purposes, we are heading towards dawn here in a bit, so. Yeah, so I'm just like, you know, like, you know, trying to cross off some, you know, like make work tasks that I have to do anyway, even though this shit fell in our lap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no rest for the wicked. You know, being like, you know, sorry, you know, something came up I have to work on, you know, I'll get back to you with a new ETA, etc. <laughs> well, uh, Javad, do you announce yourself in any way, or do you just enter the apartment? Um, <laughs> trying to decide how often Javad goes around using Ops UK, because <laughs> it's funny. Um... <laughs> No, it's his home. I will knock. It would be rude otherwise. Alright. I mean, at this point, uh, it's up to you two what you want to discuss. You have a dollar? Uh, are we're... <laughs> you started off by saying don't bring the cop. So I'm saying, do you have a dollar? <laughs> Does this does this cover, like, you testifying at the Camarilla? Obligations are obligations. I mean, I was doing that thing to try it. I was texting you that way because of, you know, masquerade shit. But, <laughs> I mean, this is... Alright, there's... So the skull is definitely related to that coffin we got. Alright. Yeah. Um. And... Well, maybe it's just easier if you hear the message. Okay. And I'll pick up. Yeah. I'll pick up the skull and. I think this time, I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say something like. I don't know exactly the wording, but I'm going to use a, something that sounds vaguely portentous, as <laughs> though it is an exact activation phrase. <laughs> Alas, poor York, I knew you. I knew him well. Alright. Um, I have put the Skull's message as a handout. Can you all see it? Ooh. The Skull's message. <laughs> oh, you can refer to it at your leisure. Excellent. Mm, the first city is the thing with the Deanna Jubilance, right? I mean, that is history, character, knowledge stuff. Yeah. So you, yeah, that's something you'd want to roll for. It's that myth. I believe, technically okay. speaking, the first city was the a... second. Sorry. No, you can, you can, <laughs> you can spout. 
It's about Laura. Oh no! Was sorry, it? I my my audio cut out. I didn't realize you were talking. So I'm mm-hmm. sorry for ta- speaking over you. Um, I believe the first city was the was the one that uh, was Cain and the Childer, right? Childer, whatever oh, it's called. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The second generation, and then the second city was the third generation and the second generation. That's and right. Had the, had the big fight. I always forget that the second generation just doesn't exist. Yeah, the second generation. Yeah. Like, there's three of them that we know about, right? Mm, yeah. Um, there's no way there were only three of them. But, yes. So they founded that, like, weird city, and the first city, and then they... The, well, sorry. They all founded the first city, and then the, they founded the second city, and then raised a bunch of neonates that were the third generation. As I recall. I may be wrong on that, but I think that's how it went. So... The skull has a bunch of implications in there. That's right. One is I think we should look to our guardian spirit, see what we can do to make sure that's text up. But also, it assumes we want the box. I'm comfortable saying conclusively that is not the case. We do not want the box. So there might be a person in the box. And it looks like the implications kind of read like the Mysterium took that person out of circulation. I'm not entirely positive what the Mysterium is, but, you know, I can read that into that what I want. And, uh... Probably don't have the same goals and requirements that we would have. The air quotes necessary around person in this scenario are enormous. enormous. We are all in an extra vital scenario, okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I guess a, a good question, Mike, is uh, how much would Javad and Tyree be aware of the Mysterium without having to make other checks, or do we need to make more checks for that? That is deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I'm assuming Javaza aware of like what the word means, right? Not like a specific organization. Though I suppose I have some occult I could try and check. Why don't we do that? This would be like Tremere Elder territory. Yeah. Like I don't or Yeah, or, or somebody who already has a foot in that world. What the fuck? I think that's all dice. Yep, every die came up a success. Wait, did I? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so there is. Um, you're, yeah, you're hungry didn't roll success, but um, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so the 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 problem is that um, you know, uh, sort of the thing that's going on, right? Like you, you understand that this relates in some way, shape, or form to. Um, the skull, the, you know, the symbol of the skull is 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 one of the you know, the of the non-vampire occult world. Yeah, right. Um, yep. You know, it's, it's a th- <laughs> right, and you are you're familiar that the Tremere have some sort of connection or previous connection um, with these concepts, if not these people, because you know people don't live like the vampires do. Yeah. Um, but you don't know, and you, you can. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Mysterium appears to be some sort of location or faction relating to this. Yep. I mean, that is about where I would have assumed anyway. Like, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, I don't know anything specific about what they are, except they're probably some sort of real mages. Like, sorry, human mages. That is an appropriate term, considering I can do some of the same shit that, you know, you do. Um, real mages is diminutive. Don't need to do that. So, I suppose the big question now is the veracity of the Skulls message. How much do you believe it? I mean, they're British. Clearly, they're trustworthy. That's the that's the thing is, second guessing everything in front of you is a great way to just become some paranoid asshole holed up in a tower all day. You're never gonna get anything done. Well, I guess that's why they have people to do things for them. And I really have this... to question if this was for us or the previous attendants. That's. What I'm not sure about is this seems important that they could get in and, and get into the place and take the book and get out. They seem to know well more than more than we'd like. And that is an awful lot of effort, and he justifies they justify it by saying that if we were to meet it would probably destroy a good portion of the city i don't want to sell myself short but i don't see that being the outcome with me meeting someone who can destroy a portion of the city i don't know if that's meant to be like a literal thing or like a you know an analogy for faction warfare but hmm I I think we might want to wake that guy up in the box. I'm coming around to that. I mean, they're a person. They just heavily implies they weren't done as a matter of justice, punishment. And if it was, it's been... I think we figured it... Wasn't it months, Mike? Or was it more than that? That we knew about it had been in transit. <laughs> um, this individual was not has been in torpor for way longer than that okay um, just based upon the desiccation of the body so a considerable amount of time has passed the the box was only in transit for a few months okay so there's hmm. also whoever made the skull apparently understands logistics quite well they arrived within a couple hours of each other that is very difficult to do hmm well, I do think we should probably bring everyone together on this. Come to a decision among us all. Your thoughts? I'm just worried that... I'm just worried that some of this is meant for... You know... It's, it's, it just kind of seems above our pay grade at the same time. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's a matter of justice. When it lands at your feet... You can't just look away. Yeah, we should... Well, I guess we should at least loop Carlos and Mila back in about maybe waking up that corpse. 
it's only polite to let them know before we do it. Well, and it's important that we secure proper refreshment for the corpse beforehand. I... Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna want to have a bag <laughs> like gesture to the mini fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So perhaps tomorrow. Yeah, it is. It's getting early. <laughs> hmm. So tomorrow. We can go and figure out someone who needs to die. Apparently. Uh. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um. I will check in with Carlos just to make sure he's okay and the box before going home. You know. Are you okay, Carlos? Yeah, I'm assuming that the ward is a bit quieter since I placated it, hopefully. Uh, yeah, it's it's basically back to normal. Yeah. Um, I, I If you want to... I mean, it's... I mean, you probably don't have a ton of time to get back to your safe house, but if you want to take a peek at the poltergeist, I'll mention that we have that going down now, too. I think I'm done for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not like actively destroying anything is it no it's it's looks like it's looking for a book probably has something to do with the book that's missing now but you know who knows is there a poltergeist a librarian or an artist hmm for some reason i do not connect or mathematician okay so another idea of a mathematician librarian seems way more realistic than an artistic librarian I don't know why. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for to wait until tomorrow and then decide. I don't know where we can find a random person to feed to this dude. Gotcha. All right. Um, Zach, what is Mila's last act this evening? Um. So I think I'm going to. Uh... Head over to wherever I would expect to find Enoch this time of night under the current circumstances. And I'm going to walk through the door and I'm going to make eye contact. I'm going to be like, so tell me about Rick. Enoch's probably at or near court. Okay. If he's not actively out doing something, he's supposed to be kind of like by the prince. Okay. That makes sense. (sighs) So I think I wrote down about Elysium. Yeah, so you, so he's downtown by the showbox, uh, near the center of the downtown business district. Business downtown business district, uh, and you, uh, the prince isn't at court, but that doesn't mean that Elysium isn't doing its thing. Um, there are dozens of vampires here, talking, making deals, um, placing trades jockeying for position okay you know, normal nightly vampire tremere and toriadar uh bullshit in your opinion probably right mm-hmm. uh and um enoch is there uh talking to uh, a representative from uh which you think is clan tremere based upon uh the prodigious glasses on this individual um it's not fair. That's a terrible stereotype. We're just going to go with it. 
Uh, and yeah, so uh, Enoch uh, takes your elbow and moves you slightly away from uh, the existing conversations uh, and says, there's a lot of Ricks. Uh, do we need to find a quieter place to talk, If depending on which uh, Rick you're talking about? I don't know. I just went to see the Baron and got... Spent the time, spent the night drinking with Rick. You seem to be a big uh, fan of yours. Baron's a lofty word for our the yeah, city city's previous caretakers. It's uh delusions of grandeur, in my opinion. Oh, what would you prefer I call him? Uh, you can call Lou whatever you want. Lou has a ceremonial post. Old heads of state let to re- retire on their farm. Okay. Well, with that being the case, uh, just wanted to let you know we talked to Lou. Um, also, there's are we? Yeah, we talked to Lou. Also, there's a corpse that came off a boat. Uh, in a casket. That might be a problem. Just heads up. Okay. Uh, it's somewhere safe? Asked as a question. Sorry, am I cutting out again? For me, you are. My I, my audio setup's weird. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, please repeat. Uh, is it somewhere safe? Mm, it's back with the nerds at the haven yeah okay uh you have to feed it if you wake keep in mind that you have to feed it if you wake it up uh and keep in mind that that what exactly that will mean it's not going to have a lot of self-control if you understand what i'm saying oh yeah yeah no we're on top of that situation are is there a policy around (laughs) is there an official city policy around how we wake up debtors we just found in a box do we need to consult with someone higher up the chain I mean I didn't put anybody in the box maybe Cross did I can ask yes this is part of my concern okay so sit on the box until we're sure I'll talk to Cross send word as soon as I can Okay, I'll try to slow the nerd's roll then. Great. Uh. Alright, thanks boss. Yeah. Don't forget to... Yeah, don't forget to keep a close eye on the... On the island. Oh, you know it. That's how we got in this situation in the first place. Good to hear. Things are interesting tonight. That is certainly one way of putting it. Some concerning news from back east. Great. There's nothing we can deal with tonight. Alright. Get some rest. Alright. I'm going to go catch some, catch some cot time here. Casket time? Is that what it is now? Seems to be the case, soldier. Great.
Don't meet the sun. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, uh, Enoch waves uh, and starts heading towards the back rooms um, where there's other folk that you recognize uh, in his employ standing by doors. Uh, they give him a nod. He knocks once. Uh, knocks a couple times softly. Waits a heartbeat. <laughs> Waits what would be a heartbeat if a heart's still beating your chest. Uh, and then makes his way into the back rooms, presumably to talk with Cross. Okay. All right, then I will hop in my vehicle and try to make it back before the sun comes up. Gotcha. All right, I think that puts everybody in a good position for us to wind up this episode. Awesome. All right, folks, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I had a good time. Uh, There's all sorts of fun stuff uh, in the future. Uh, I'm a big fan of this game. I hope you're having much fun listening to it as I uh, am running it and we are playing it. So, uh, as, uh, as Prince LaCroix likes to say, good evening. That D&D podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is The Witch's Journey by Augustine C. Outro music is Negative Ecstasy by Blue Sky Moon. Both are available on the Free Music Archive. Music by Augustine C. can also be found on Spotify and SoundCloud, while music by Blue Sky Moon can be found on Ketza.uk. Vampire the Masquerade was created by Mark Reinhagen and is a storyteller system game of the World of Darkness series published by White Wolf Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associated copyright holder. <laughs>